morning. It is Saturday, April 22nd. And I was journaling this morning, as I usually do. And, of course, like, I get distracted and kind of hop on my phone in between, uh, you know, like, ideas. And I was scrolling through Instagram, and there's this account that I follow called Moon Omens. And it's, like, it's it's a horoscope Instagram. Um, it's pretty involved. And it reminds me a lot of this book I have called magic days that uses like zodiac uh, tarot and numerology to give you kind of like an idea of what to expect from the day and so I think that that's a lot what horoscopes are based off of and not just like you know one single thing I think it's a combination of everything and like symbolism and metaphors and all kinds of stuff that's you know like stuck together and you know tried make sense of um so what i saw today uh was journal prompts and i really wanted to talk about those because they really made me think about my own life and you know like what goals and ambitions and intentions i have in my life so one, the first journal prompt from Moon Omens was what parts of my life feel like they're aching for a breakthrough or big change? The second one is what patterns, cycles, and stories am I ready to release this eclipse season that new chapters can open? And the third one, am I using my true talents and gifts in my work or to serve my higher purpose? If not, how can I incorporate more of them into what I'm doing? So these all spoke to me because I have, for the longest time, felt like I am not using my full potential. And that, you know, like, corporate office jobs and nine to five aren't really giving me the environment to really excel in the things that I'm good at. Um, I have had, you know, like opportunities and small events and things like that, that I use a little bit of that, but I wanna be able to do that every single day. And one of the ways that I have, I don't know if I've convinced myself or it's just kind of what I believe one of my strengths is being able to talk about a lot of different things. I have, I'm a very curious person and I spend a lot of time looking up uh, different facts and doing research on random subjects that I find interesting. So I think that it would be beneficial for me uh, and you know, in pursuit of my own am ambitions and dreams to have a podcast so that I can just sit and talk about things that interest me in the hopes that other people might find it interesting or that I might have something relatable to that other people would appreciate. So today I want to talk about, you know, these journal prompts specifically 
So what parts of my life feel like they're aching for a breakthrough, a big change? And, and this is it. So this is how I've perceived this question. I need to do, I need to have a podcast. I've been telling myself this for years and I have made attempts and I've sat here and recorded myself on many occasions and then convinced myself thereafter that it wasn't worth posting, that nobody wanted to hear it. And that's my own discomfort and insecurities that convince me not to do it. And I'm missing out on the opportunities in my own life by not doing that. So every single time I procrastinate and convince myself that I'm not good enough, I'm being inauthentic to myself, which is another thing that has been prominent in my horoscopes and stuff. Now, I know that a lot of people don't believe in horoscopes and all of that because it's woo-woo and whatever, but it does present you with a lot of different perspectives on how you should be going about your life and whether it's you know true or whatever, it's generally positive. So a lot of times I'm asked the question, am I being authentic? Am I pursuing what I want? Am I doing everything I can to make myself happy? And I have not been doing that. I have been doing exactly what society asks of me. To go to school, to get married, to have kids, to you know have a nine to five job, to plan for my retirement and all of this stuff and not pursue you know outside of that you know that bubble not to not to live a life like that not to pursue those dreams and to just stay quiet and fit into the mold and i have never been the type of person to do that and that's why i feel so inauthentic in my life why I'm always so unhappy because I'm constantly trying to fit myself into a situation that I don't belong in. That I don't, I don't, I can't be categorized. I'm an individual and not one thing is going to be able to satisfy me and, and make me happy. So I have got to find the things that work for me. And I hope that other people hear this and feel inspired to do the same in their own lives because there's nothing worse than than feeling like you you can't make yourself happy that you can't be happy and and I'm bipolar so I have thoughts like this all of the time because I'm constantly flip-flopping so I have depressive episodes and manic episodes and I always feel great whenever I'm in the manic episode like feel productive and I feel inspired and you know it's because it's just it's changing the way that your brain is perceiving your reality and when I go into depressive episodes it's changing that perception once again but in a negative way so I, I don't have uh, I'm not inspired I have no drive I'm have no motivation and I just want to self-isolate and just deepen myself in this depression and 
a lot of times I tear myself down and convince myself that I am not worthy, that I am not good enough, and that I have no purpose, and that I have no business, you know, trying to live my life according to what I want. And I, I just, it's really hard to live that way, and I've been going to a psychiatrist for a little while, for the first time in my life, actually being treated uh, for bipolar disorder, because I've previously only been treated for ADHD when I was a kid, and then depression as a teenager, but nobody really, like, understood that I was having, like, these big um, emotions, and they were opposites, like, I, and I, I don't know when they're coming, they're brought on by life situations, and I have to do my best now uh, with, like, the experience that I've had to navigate these and try not to go so far into one, to not make big decisions and, you know, deal with them as, you know, as best that I can. So if you are out there and you're having issues with your emotions and your feelings and your dreams and desires and you cannot pinpoint them, you are not by yourself. I'm, you know, like so many people make it seem like they've figured it out, like they know what they're doing, and you don't. Nobody does. We're all just faking it all of the time, and we're just doing our best to try to make ourselves happy. Now, somebody let me know if I'm rambling, because I probably am. I mean, I'm sitting in my house by myself. Luckily, my precious puppy, Lilith, is uh, asleep right now. Like, she never does that. Yeah, last time I tried to record, she was running around the house and trying to get her toys the entire time. And the recording that I came out with was horrid. There's no way that I could use it. Um, so... On to the next, uh, the next prompt. What patterns, cycles, and stories am I ready to release so new chapters can open? So the patterns and cycles that I'm ready to release are that I am not good enough, that no one wants to hear me, that I am unrelatable, that I can't be happy that I can't motivate myself and that's really hard because I have been stuck in these cycles for so long and trying to change my perception of myself seems almost impossible sometimes because I've become so ingrained in them that I have no choice to feel this way because I am told that I don't need to stand out, that I need to fit in, and that I, I can't branch out and do things outside of the bubble of society's expectations. Oh, It's so exhausting to just not be able to just be yourself. 
like to just live authentically as yourself and and not have to apologize for the way that you that you think the way that you dress the way that you speak the way that you express yourself it's exhausting to try to act like everyone else around you and they're acting like someone else around them and we all have this domino effect of trying to fit in to something that none of us want to be a part of because we're told that we have to since since we start school as children since you know our our parents you know had certain expectations of who they wanted us to be based on their expectations of who they wanted to be and their parents before them and so on and we have small progress uh, you know through generations of becoming more open about the way that you know people behave in society but it's still slow moving and it's still restrictive and we have this idea that we have to do this in order to be successful and that's all we want to do is be successful and fulfilled in our lives but we can never do that because of this so it's a cycle that goes round and round and round and we never get anywhere and so we make it to you know, our retirement or whatever, and we look back on our life and we're like, what did I do? Like how, you know, like no wonder I wasn't happy. And it's only whenever you stop trying to force yourself to be something for someone else or society or whatever that you truly become happy. Because you have to accept yourself and you have to accept that not everyone will accept you but those who appreciate who you really are are the ones that are important. And those are the people that you keep in your life. So the next prompt, am I using my true talents and gifts in my work and to serve my higher purpose? If not, how can I incorporate more of them into what I'm doing? So I, again, because of societal norms, don't want to sit here and talk about my talents and gifts so it's hard to even acknowledge that I have them and that I should use them so one of the things if I'm forcing myself to you know talk about this is uh, I, I think that I'm a good conversationalist that I have an amount of intelligence that allows me to talk to people and to communicate ideas. Um, so therein, it makes sense to me that I should do a podcast or some, some sort of outlet that uh, allows me to sit and talk because that's what I'm best at. And my entire life, I have been told to stop talking. And I never did. I never have and I won't because that's the way that you connect with people and that's what I truly want to do is connect with people and make you know like make friends and have lifelong connections with with like-minded individuals who you know add to my life not subtract from it or positive influences support me as I support them and have like these unconditional loving relationships with one another whether they be romantic or platonic or, or whatever 
that is what I really want in life. It's, it's, you know, and it's hard because I also, again, bringing this up again, I'm bipolar. And a lot of times when I go into depressive episodes, I can't talk to people. I don't want to talk to people. And when I do try to talk to people in those depressive episodes, I come off as unhappy and abrasive and like I'm hard to talk to and I can't connect with people. So if I force myself to do this, then maybe I can give people a perspective a perspective on how drastic the change is and how hard it is to live life this way. And those of us out there who have bipolar disorder can finally like have like this representative of the disorder and feel more feel like they can relate to other people and they don't feel alone and and misunderstood. So I I I, I hear you. I I validate you just as like I hope that other people understand and validate my feelings and it may flip-flop back and forth but I can't help that I try my best not to but it's so hard to like go through life pretending all the time and we talk about masking and, and if anybody knows what I'm talking about it's where you put on a face, you change your voice, you act like someone else, and you're not being authentic to yourself. You're trying to fit into this mold. You're just trying to make it through the day, and you can't express yourself authentically because no one wants to hear it. No one wants to get to know you on a personal level. Nobody wants to be bogged down by real feelings. We see that in the way that people date. We see that in the workplace. We see it in, you know, casual friendships where everything is passed off and we try not to have those deeper conversations because it's too much for us. But that makes it difficult for everyone to, to express themselves and to, to feel connected to other people. getting more and more anxious as this goes on because I feel like I'm rambling. Um, it's like I'm bouncing around a lot. I'm just, I have, I have all of these thoughts running through my head so quickly. I just, I don't know, like this is the best way that I can think of how to say it. I think I forgot to do this at the beginning, but my name is Kendall. Um, I'm going to call this podcast Sleepwood, and there's an important reason that I am calling it Sleepwood, and I'll explain. My name when I was born was Kendall Massey. My mother named me Kendall Massey after her, that's her maiden name because my biological father wasn't really involved in my life. He wasn't um, a good father figure for me, so she didn't have intentions of me having a relationship with him. 
or didn't expect it. And so she gave me her last name. And um, when I was only a year or so old, however, you know, the timeline's, you know, messy for me because I was a child and, you know. So she got married to my adopted father and he, they then changed my last name so that we would all have the same last name and we would be our own family. And they had other children, of course, and we all had the same last name as a normal family, even though I was not actually his daughter. So I've never really felt truly connected to that name because it's not biologically mine. It's not really my family tree. And like, I appreciate that I had, you know, a father figure in my life who wanted me, um, but I still have to be true to myself and I have to find that connection. Just like adoptive kids, you know, who, who don't know their parents want to find out who their parents are and try to have a relationship with them later on in life. Um, I want to be connected to myself. So I had always thought about changing it back to Massey and I actually got married and now unfortunately I am divorced and I have my ex-husband's last name and once you know like legal stuff is done I intend to change my last name again and I always thought that I would change it back to Massey so that I have that connection to my family um but my ex-husband actually suggested to me that I change my name to Fleetwood because I had told him that maybe I should just come up with my own last name instead of, you know, trying to fit into the family tree. I just start my own. I just be myself and name myself. And I was thinking of all kinds of different names um, you know, my name is Kendall, so I thought maybe I should have a last name that starts with K. Or maybe I should have a last name that's the same initials, so I don't have to change, you know, my signature. And I don't have to change, like, random monogram things that I didn't buy for myself. And um, when he suggested Fleetwood, because I love Fleetwood Mac, I love Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks is like my hero and I know that she like she's a rock star and you know like she's done some questionable stuff you know in in her early years in her early career but I don't care she's a wonderful wonderful singer she's a great artist and I don't care what anybody has to say about that or or me changing my name to Fleetwood so naming this podcast Fleetwood as I like open this new chapter in my life is it's very symbolic and important to me because I am trying to finally, as I approach my 30s, to be myself, to realize my full potential, or I will be humbled swiftly 
and finally give up this pipe dream. But either way, I've got to do it, you know. So, that's my spiel. I'll try to do this, like, once a week, and we'll see if it sticks. everybody has a wonderful week, a wonderful day. I hope you live authentically as yourself, unapologetically. Do you. Be you. Be happy. You know, pursue your dreams. Start that project. Um, feel motivated to do whatever you think is going to improve your life outside of, you know, societal expectations. Okay, can we can we all do that? Can we agree to do that? Especially if you know, like we know each other. Like if you're a friend of mine or a family member, let's do that for each other. Let's be there for each other in this way, and one person at a time, encourage them to do this, so that we can start a movement and and we can you know help improve our environment and society in this way, and hopefully. We can have a happier existence. Yeah? I'll talk to you guys later.